Welcome to episode 43 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right, guys, welcome along to episode 43 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going, mate? I'm good, and you? I'm really good. This is take two. <laughs> hey, uh, and uh, so this show is brought to you by our sponsors for the show, first of all. Mainly, main sponsor is Coffees of Hawaii, com. And the Albinator's doing really well in the camp. Albinator. Yeah, we'll get into that soon. And we've also got some epic camp sponsors we were plugging. Oomph, Pro 4, Head, and Blue 70. And Coffees of Hawaii. Coffees of Hawaii. Fantastic. So we're pretty much keeping the same format we've done in the last couple of shows. Uh, we're trying to get out a uh, show every two days while we're on Epic Camp. And doing that, we're doing it by just getting interviews with some of the athletes. We've got a really good catch-up for about 20 minutes with Gordo today. Uh, well, that's actually done yesterday. But, um, yeah, and then just a few of the other athletes in there. Mm. So what have you been doing, mate? Behind been, the scenes. Behind the scenes. I've been getting in the scenes a little bit. Ooh, last, well, I was yes, in the scenes yes. yesterday. We'll probably talk about that at the end. Yep. Um, but yeah, just uh, standard, just sort of starting my taper, so winding down. You were going to ride today, mate. Why didn't you ride? It was a little too wet. <laughs> a little softy, eh? I'm a fair weather. No, I want to do my... I want to do... I've got one last quality ride to do, and I knew if I went out there today, it was going to be a reasonably low-quality ride, and I want to out there and rip it up one last time and then I'll be winding down to the race. It's pretty exciting time for old coach John because uh, he's got Wanaka coming up next week and as far as we can see the field isn't that strong. Yeah there's going to be one or two there um, but you know I fancy my chances of uh, I mean those guys are, are, are pro athletes and I'm more of a, a part time pro these days so I think if they, uh, if they start, start hovering <laughs> I'll hopefully sort of be nipping away there but um, yeah it's not a very deep field there's a couple of good guys but it's not very deep so, so what do you have to because it's really like to win it you get 15 grand uh, New Zealand yes yeah, yeah. So and, and it pays down quite deep yeah. uh, to 10 pays quite well to 5 doesn't it yeah so what kind of to get money what do you got to do you've got to be within 7.5% to the winner yep. so um, if somebody takes you know if somebody goes around 8.30 that means I would have to do you know around about a 9 hour race yep. I can't see anybody going 8.30 I've, I've heard um, Kieran Doe might be injured so he's capable of that mm. the other guys that are racing are more sort of just sort of sub 9 hour guys so if somebody goes you know 8.50 or something like that you probably only need to be you know sub 9.15 to be within the, within the money if anything, so, I should have planned my season better and actually did this race. Oh, yeah. Where's yeah. my coach then, eh? Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> Keep that one to himself. Because I was going to enter the individual uh, through Epic Camp, and he goes, no, no, just enter the team. <laughs> 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 Save yourself 100 bucks. Exactly. Won't lose 15 grand, but that's okay. Exactly. So, anyway, guys, we're going to get straight into the interviews for uh, this week's show, and uh, let's do that right now. So, it's the Alliance update. Wait a second, what, what is it? Alliance update? That's what it, yeah, yeah. I think we, we're calling it. We, yeah. Although I think it's Jersey Update at this point. <laughs> Jersey Update. We ha- we haven't. Yeah, I, I really aren't doing anything for the Alliance, but um, yeah, you are. Wow, yeah, I'm you trying. wore you went and you wore Mike out a little bit today. Well, I, I think Mike wears himself out, but anyway. Um, so we're into day five, and today was a bit of a lighter day. It started off for duathlon, um, mm. and then we had 
Oh no, it was an Equifilm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just laughing that you said it's a later day and Mike is out riding 210 yeah. case right now. Yeah, he's still going crazy. And uh, then we rode. We were, John John told us it was going to be at 60 to 70. Turned out to be 100. Yeah. And then uh, and then a few boys went on and swam and uh, did pretty much optional stuff in the afternoon. So so what did you end up doing? Uh, let's see. I did the Aquathon this yep. morning. That was good. I was actually um, really happy. I was able to stay with the front pack for part of the. Yeah, you went for, for it in the swim, didn't you? Yeah, I wanted to give it a try, you know. So How did you find it? Uh, was it that much more intense? So no, it wasn't. It's. I think it's. You know what happened? They. I was. I was on their feet. Gordo had this wonderful bright blue cap, so I yep. could see it very easily. And he yep. actually got on Mark's feet, which yep. were the feet I had chosen earlier. But they, Melina was dragging them way off course. I. I figured <laughs> he was looking at something that kind of looked at what we were supposed to be going to. Yeah. Like they're going the wrong way. And so I made the option to go the right way, yep. and I thought that they would just, you know, cut back across. Yep. But I missed them by like uh, just a tiny bit. So then I had to work harder. And afterwards, uh, you know, they they all told me, "Oh, if you see them going off course and you're with a faster group, just go off course and really? stay on the feet." Yeah. Really? Well, that's so what that's they good told piece me. of advice. Yeah. The, the interesting thing for me, I found in swim yesterday. I drafted. I haven't done a lot of triathlon swimming because, as an Ironman, you don't tend to do a lot of triathlete on triathlons. But uh, yesterday, when I was drafting a few in uh, Toby, Toby, you. Uh, <laughs> when I was doing that, I, I was a little bit too far back. I was probably half a meter back behind you guys, maybe even a meter. Right. And getting a little bit of the draft. Whereas today, I just sat right on Toby's toe. And the, the, were you, were the you ta- tapping the feet? Well, I tried not to tap the feet because I think that's annoying. Oh, you're so polite. Well, you know, I tried. Annoying for the person that's being tapped. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and like, it wasn't a big race. In a race, I will. But right. um, it just the difference was huge. And so I think it's a real good piece of advice for anyone out there is that when you are drafting in a race, you're right on your toes, aren't you? Yeah, I like to have that feeling when the hand hits the water; it's, it almost sucks it down. Yeah. So you know you're yeah. you know you're getting the. Track. And the interesting thing I found as well is that I didn't have to look up as much because I just could base it on the feeling. Yeah, just you know, the, and the bubbles. Yeah, and you could feel yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yesterday I had to look up all the time to see right. where you boys were going. So, anyway, um, so you got out of the water. Well, actually, that, that, the drafting thing that was uh, Gordo made an interesting point today. We got uh, the blue seventy socks, you know, yep. the yeah. aqua socks. Yeah, you guys love them, don't you? Yeah, I like them. I actually rode rode in them on my yeah. bike the other day. They were great, um, especially on a wet day. Yeah, but uh, Gordo pointed out that you can't see the feet. Oh. So if you're, you know, you know, yeah. so it's really interesting. I'd like to find out. We were trying to find out uh, if the legal if they're legal mm-hmm. in Ironman races. So. Anybody out there knows? Why don't they send an email? That's right. I mean, talk at Gmail dot com. And so, got out of the yeah, water. Got out of the so water. So you lost them a little bit in the last coming back, basically. The last yeah, five hundred six. Well, the last because it was two loops. The last, the basically the last, the whole last loop, I got yeah. dropped. Okay, and it's about fifteen hundred. I swam the whole thing by myself, and you guys bridged up quite well because by the we're on Lewis's butt. He was swimming well. Yeah, yeah and by because when, when I came out of the water, I gave a quick turnaround. And I'm like, oh, they're right there. Yep. You know, you weren't that far back, so. Uh, we swam fast today. I was happy with today's swim. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, really good. And, you know, I swam 3K yesterday night, last yeah, night, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, um, But I uh, got out of the water and felt felt okay. I was a little grumpy. I have a hard time getting my wetsuit off because yeah, I was fast. Well, it's my ankles. Well, my ankles are like 90-degree angles. It's hard to... <laughs> do something about that, mate. I'm actually thinking of cutting the wetsuit. Yeah, you know? yeah, you need to. I get a little Because you don't get much advantage from that much. Right, and yeah. I think that it would help get it off. But uh, went out on the run and... You hammered it, didn't you? Well, I I only hammered it because I knew when I that when I especially when I saw where Mike just, was just just before we go basically what we were doing in the Equathon today was that there was points in place for the whole race and it was a point a half a point for every place you got so if you got first you got eight, eight points yeah and, then it went, and it went down by half point um, incre- increments and right. uh, so you really wanted to get a big gap on Mike was the goal well it wasn't necessarily the gap it was how many people were going yep. to be between us yep. and. 
I had in front of us Albert. Albert was in front of us. Yeah, John. Maybe. John won the aquathon, but, but he, he doesn't count. Yep. Was, uh, Albert was in front. Then you had uh, Gordo, Molina, and Scott. And, and Scott and Mark. Yep. And I thought, and then when I saw where Mike was, um, I thought, okay, I have to work really hard. I can catch Gordo yep. and them if I if I run hard. So as soon as I caught Gordo. Uh, I basically shut it down. That yeah. was kind of his advice. He's like, you know, I'm not going to catch Albert because Albert was yeah, Albert was firing, <laughs> Albert was, yeah. Albert was on fire. He was he, a man on a mission. He, he was really running well. with his eyes closed. Yeah, he, he had was, that look. Cool, mate. No one getting in front of him. He was going to no. smash you. No. I would have had to run pretty fast. Yeah, to no, catch he did a really good race, didn't he? Okay, so then, so how many places did you gain on him? In the end? That was three points, uh, three point advantage for wow. me. Yeah, because I was second and he was. Uh, I don't know, but anyways, three points. He yeah. got four. He got, I got seven and a half. He got four and a half. Nice. Okay, and so then we pretty much went back, had breakfast, and went on a ride. And it was really interesting in the ride. Uh, got a little bit aggressive about maybe 30, 40 k's into it. You guys got a little well, aggressive. Well, Melina got aggressive. Yeah. What happened was we were going up this little bit of an incline, and Melina just decided to attack, and then it was just all on after that. And for the next maybe 30, 40 k's, it was just attacking, riding. Really, like, it was awesome, great to be a part of it, and it really kind of motivated me because I was feeling a bit tired today. But it also separated the pack a little bit, and you decided to... Well, you know, the ride today had no points. You just had to get through the ride. Yeah. And I was shocked that Mike was going with you guys, and, yeah. and he was off the front a couple of times and just shelling himself, and... I mean, I I completely separated myself. I yep. did not pull, yep. but maybe five minutes today yep. at all. And going up hills, I was real slow. And, you know, part of it is, I think, the smarts of playing the game here for the yep. yellow jersey. But also, uh, I'm not, I don't want to come out of this camp injured fried, yeah. or fried. fried so, yeah. you know, you got you to know your limits. <coughs> yeah, Mike, it is interesting what Mike's doing. He definitely, I think he just loves competing. And at um, and any time, even... Because technically, I think that maybe he should have pulled back today, but I think he just loves going. Because even later on in the ride, mm-hmm. we were just all rotating quite nicely, and uh, he just decided to take off, and, and away he went. So, well, yeah, he's got, he's got that's a great thing to have. I think I have it, but over the, this last year, I've learned to put that in a box and take yeah. it out. Take it out when you when yeah. you need to use it. And I think that that kind of can, that can be a disadvantage in an Ironman race because someone people are going to fly by you on a bike. And yeah, you got to learn to control it. Yeah, you're like yeah, tame the beast. But, but he still does seem to be maintaining a pretty good pace. It's really interesting. We're into what day five now, so he's still doing pretty well. So it'll be interesting to see if he can maintain that as time goes on. But so then he's still on his bike now. It's nearly right. so, well, he's maybe in now, but six thirty. So he, I think he was going to ride two ten. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. And you ended up. We doing, went. We did one hundred and twenty. Yep. Yeah. Was, so we did. Yep. And right. then you ended up. And then up I doing, went to the pool and I did my. Uh, I did the three k, but I did the. Uh, I am set. With so you it. get a bonus point for the IM bonus set. point for that, and a so bonus point for a so second. So how does the IM set work? It's you do a hundred IM, and then a two fifty free. You do it for three, and you do it continuously. So you do it twelve times. Oh, you do it continuously. No breaks. <laughs> yeah, there's no stopping. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what makes it sort of Harder. more challenging. Yeah, I bet the last kind of fifty of the freestyle is pretty easy. It's, well, yeah, and yeah. I just cruise <laughs> it. You know, I, I don't. I'm not a swimmer by nature, and yep. uh, the IM stuff is hard. But and then I was going to swim another. 3k but the pool here uh was going to close too early so i just so uh so you're feeling how you're feeling today uh i feel i feel good i feel better you know i just i think there's a little bit of a mental fry yeah i i realized here that this mike is going to do he's going to he'll ride 210k every day if he has to and i just i'm not going to get too caught up in it you know because my goal is to race a you know a a really quality iron man and uh but i'll make him work i'll do i will 
yeah, you'll, you'll I'll do my plan. I'll compete to the point. Yeah. But he's get, he'll definitely have to ride pretty far. Cause well, he's definitely... He's like, yeah, the guy's focused, and so, yeah, he'll definitely... He just has a disadvantage on the aquathons and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then we also... And it's so valuable, isn't it? Well, they're making it, you know, a decent amount of points, and there's enough people that get between us. Mm. And we're also doing the Wanaka swim course as yeah. a race. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, that should be interesting. I'm and looking forward to that. What else were, what else were we doing? Oh. oh, we got... Day 8. <laughs> Day eight is going to be big. Day eight activities is, day. No, day eight is the next KOM day, oh. and KOM, I guess they said, is not going to count completely towards the overall scoring, <laughs> but there's going to be a little bit of it. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff, but right. we can't reveal that you because you have to yes. wait because there's a little bit of stuff happening. And that's let's all just say it, I'm, I'm going to have to buy beer for everybody in the camp <laughs> <laughs> by the end of it. So, so anyway, so uh, anything else to add before we move on? Uh... I, I have fallen in love with my blue 70 wetsuit. Really? Yeah, I was really, at the beginning of camp, it was a fairly new wetsuit, and I, I it's not that it, I just didn't like it, because I, I have a hard time swimming in the, yep. with full arms. Yeah, you often talk I'm, about shoulders. Yeah, you know. I'm always, I like to be in the, the sleeveless, because my shoulders are tight, but, uh, I don't know, I think it just needed to be, uh, broken in, broken in and now yeah. that it's broken in, I'm flying. What kind of wetsuit is it? The it's the Helix, yeah. yeah. Helix. Well, yeah. There you go. Good so stuff. Blue 70, you should give him one. I have I had everything. I had the cap, the blue yeah, yeah. cap, the, the cool. socks, the they had like webbed gloves, the webbed gloves. Did you have those? I've tr- I tried them. Are they no, because they've. I think that only Gordo and uh, John have them, mm. or some of it, or mm. Melina. But yeah, we're not up the ranks enough. I'm yet. thinking of going to one of those, you know, uh, uh, cosmetic doctors in LA. <laughs> my fingers <laughs> webbed. <laughs> what will they think of next? Right. Anyway, that's uh, this uh, Alliance Daily Report. This is a long one today, mate. We're making these long these daily reports. Well, you know, it's good stuff. Well, the, exactly. The old, the, old, the old jersey's on the line. That's here. right. It's Mike, right. Mike might come out of here with nothing. Well, no, probably not. Or maybe even both, so it's going to be interesting times. Exactly. Anyway, that's us for today. Okay, so we're at the end of day five, and I've got next to me the legend himself, who informed me it was an 8.29, not an 8.30 today. That's right. Get it right, Biff. He said... Yeah, well... Probably eight twenty nine high, but hey, if it's in the twenty nine, it's the twenty nine. Exactly, all this round down. I, I often forget how, how great you've done in the sport, and I just want to say, uh, I'm sure for my listeners and, and myself, that uh, how much respect I have for the things you've done. It's pretty amazing. It's uh, I know you don't really have much of a response to that, but it's important that we say that and you hear that from us. Um, so you're feeling day five. How are you feeling? I felt really good today. I mean, the the uh, yeah, as you know, I was the probably I was the only guy at the camp that took the regroup day as a regroup day. Yeah. Everybody else did probably a minimum of six hours of training. A yep. lot of guys went out two two and a half hour runs, which is pretty fatiguing. Mm. Um, and I felt good. You know, I, I swam. I was with the first group on the swim, which is which was fun. So, then, so how is that? Is it very fast up front near today? Or? No, I see that it's with with swimming and uh, I mean there's there's good guys here. I mean you know Albert and uh, Mark Scott. and Scott and the two Scots. They're all they're all good swimmers and Scott's swimming great. But he's starting to get a bit tired, so his top end's going yep. a bit. So yep. he can like punch it out for about a hundred or hundred fifty. That's not long enough to get away. You got to yeah. be able to go hard for a while. And what you also have to be doing if guys are sitting on you is you have to be able to pick it up. From and and they're all drafting, so they're they're not. We weren't redlined, yeah, because he's not strong enough to do that to us. So we're all just sort of sitting in, and then Johnny ended up up front, and you know he's he's uh, he's strong enough to get our heart rate up, yep. for about two hundred, yep. but he's not strong enough to get away. Once Molina figured that out, he just pulled the pin and he came he came back, uh. and so he was like uh, he was fifth, and and then he actually he was fourth. 
but he was letting a gap open up to Mark, and he was zigzagging a bit, so I came around him, and then he just hung in behind me, so we all just got dragged around by Johnny. Okay, so in that situation, just as a piece of advice here, um, in a race, is it worth working really hard in that first section to make sure you're with a good group? Well, that's the mistake most people make. I mean, most people work hard. It's not, if, if, if anything, it's not your first 400. It's your second 400, I think, that, 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 is, that is the one. Anybody can swim fast for 400 with a wetsuit on when they yep. rest it. What happens is everybody goes out, and if you take it out at what feels hard, you're taking it out way too hard. And that's why we like to do the 2K time trial, to teach guys that so they get experience of what happens like in the pool, looking at the clock when it starts slipping away from them. Yep. What, what you need to be able to do, so for, a, let's say it's a 3K swim, you're going to have a pace change, and we, we had, uh, you know, we had one, two, we had three turns because it was two laps. Yep. So you got to be able to pick it up at the first turn, the guy will try and get away, and at the second turn, the guy will try and get away. Yep. By the time you're at the third turn, you know, if he hasn't broken away, he's probably lost his motivation. By then, everybody's set, and set, everybody's settled in. Yep. So you just have to be ready for the pace changes. So at any time, you have to be able to swim hard for 200 meters yep. so if you're with a group where you're um where you're basically maxed out just sitting at the back of the group you're going way too hard particularly for ironman most people are swimming way too hard for ironman because they overestimate the cost of that hard swim in terms of the race so in day yeah and they underestimate how much easier it is so they, they figure well if i back off i'm going to lose five minutes yep. it's not like that you back off you're going to lose like 90 seconds especially as an age grouper because there's you know it's like a yeah. solid yeah. stream of people yeah. so why go bananas for the first 500 or even the first k when you can just kind of you know there's no clean water to get to it's a zoo everywhere mm. So you got to take it out kind of controlled, and then what you do is it's like bike racing. You look for the faster groups coming through. You have to keep an eye on not the guy in front of you. It's actually you keep an eye on the guy in front of the guy in front of you because if your guy starts Falling getting away, gapped, you got to come around him. And then you need to be able to you need to see that. Happen. That's where experience comes in. You can you can kind of you, you get a bit Figure of a feeling out. for that. Yeah. You get that vision. You can come around that guy. And that's how you have better swims. So it's it's more a strategic thing. Like uh, bike racing is the closest example. Yeah, because so much um, drafting. Yeah, because the draft is so important. And also, you need to you need to have periods where you're recovering, because there will be periods where it picks up, and then you know things accordion out, and then they bunch back up again. And if you're at the back, you're going to have to pick it up when it's bunching back up again. Mm. Mm. But another thing to remember too is you can be you know the water is so thick, and there's so many athletes out there. That even if there's a five meter gap between you and the and the and the athletes in front of you, stay behind them because you, there there's still a draft. The draft goes back a long way, particularly in these larger races where you're behind a lot of swimmers. Yep. And I'll never lead. You'll never lead. I'll start doing backstroke. I will never lead. So oh. if we get gapped and I'm at the front, I just shut it down and force the guys behind me to come around. Just because you don't want to waste the energy. I mean, it's not worth it. Yeah. I, I mean the the. I'd rather swim too easy behind somebody else and give away a bit of time, and then I'll just pick it up on the run. Yep. Think about it. You can, let's say your heart rate's 10 to 15 beats lower yep. for an hour in an Ironman swim. To put that in, to put an extra 15 beats per minute into the third 10K of your Ironman race, you're going to pull back, I don't know, I, I'll pull back five minutes. Yep. And what am I giving away in the swim? A minute and a half. Yep. Maybe even less. I mean, I've had what I thought were disaster swims that come out of the water. And like everybody's still pretty close. Yeah. So 
that's that's sort of my take on the that's swim. Good piece of advice. Okay, so then we got out of the water, ran in the ran. Oh, I, I had my heart rate cap on the run. We'll talk about the bike maybe in a second. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, on the on the run, I got out of the water with uh, you know the two Scots and Mark and that. Now Albert got gap, gap somehow. He must be getting a bit tired because he's a very good swimmer. He should have been with us. Must have had a bad start. Yeah, and we knew Albert would be coming though. Yeah, he was uh, fired up on that run, wasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, so I had a heart rate cap one forty eight. And I was doing the run walk, yep. you know my little run walk protocol I do. So you know we had that they had that suspension bridge. So I power walked the suspension bridge, and I was actually pulling away from the guys doing yep. my little power walk thing. <laughs> they said that's not walking. I said, well, that's the point. It's not like sort of saunter. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. supposed to walk fast. And so that the run went pretty well. Uh, we said it was 12k. I bet it was more like 11. So I did 10k on the cap, and then with a k to go, uh, Mark uh, picked it up. Uh, to Gap Molina, and I figured I had to give him his money's worth, so I picked it up too, and 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 then uh, and, and then yeah, I just kind of just nipped him there. <laughs> and then on the bike, we rode really easy for an hour, and then all the guys started to go up the road, and so so basically again, I, I went max aerobic pace for that hour, and then the way things were shaking out because guys were kind of hitting it on the hills, and then Molina attacked, and I covered that. Uh, you know, I had some had some periods over the over the top of my my limit. The watch started beeping. The, the beeping, yeah, yeah. So now everybody knows what's up. So if, I'm, if if I if the watch starts beeping, then I'm trying to figure out how to slow down. Yeah. Um. And and I just basically wanted to do a lot of work that was sort of that, that moderately hard intensity on the bike for an hour. Why? Um, because it's time, you know, you, you can, you, you, I like to mix uh, on the bike. I can go steady and moderately hard, stay within my heart rate cap. And the first the, the first half of this week went really well, and so I figured we've we've got a, a number of days coming up now which are going to be endurance days. Yep. So I figured today because we had the aquathon, I would make it a moderately hard day, so it would be a, a more intensity driven yep. day, and uh, and then just kind of see how it goes. And then week two, um, you know, those rides to Alex. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to be feeling good because I want to do the same thing. Basically, just warm up. And then have uh, 50k where we're gonna hit it hard, and yeah. I get a so lot. It's kind of like of, a main set, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, main set, and uh, I, and and then I, that's what I was hitting my watch for. So yeah. you know, 20, 20 minutes of tempo, and then back off for 10 minutes. But the way it was working, you know, it, it ended up being a the main set ended up being an hour, say moderately hard, with some surges and some easier periods, yeah. and that worked that worked out fine. So that's what I want out of the second uh, week after we finish this second endurance phase of the camp. Yep. Yeah. Okay, um, and you ran? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what did I run? Yeah, yeah. In the in the thing. Oh, how did I? Oh, run? Oh, of course, in the run. Yeah, yeah no, in I the was thinking end of the day we get here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, you feel... guys are so used to like doing all these extra. You did a bonus run, didn't you? No, I didn't do a bonus. I'm just back into running because no, I'm but, uh, but you did. A, I did run. You did yeah, run. Yeah. yeah. So um, I got half an hour, and I was really pleased with it. No feeling of pain. So. So you wrote. How hard were you going when you uh, just rode away from us? Um. Because you going, didn't even you you weren't even rocking on the saddle. You so. know, I was going solid. I wouldn't yeah, say, I didn't have my heart rate on, but yeah, it's just that was like I was working hard, but I wasn't smacking myself. Yeah, that was that was that was that's why I got to be a little bit careful when you're in the group <laughs> because you, oh seriously, if you if you if you really hit it, let's say you're rung out and then you roll a counterattack across and and you don't and you go just hard enough to bring a few of the guys with you, well, yeah. I could be left all alone. So yeah. I, you know, it's different in this camp. You know, because we got so many strong guys. Yep. Like in in a group like that, you got eight. Let's say we got eight guys in the bunch. Yep. Okay. Well, of the eight in the bunch, five 
have the ability to pull everybody back up. Yep. If some, if, if like, just say one guy goes up the road. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's a new dynamic. So it's kind of, it's fun. It, in a sense, it keeps everybody a little bit honest because nobody wants to go too hard. Yeah. Because if you, if you if you do get fried, then you're gonna get spat out the back and you have to ride by yourself. Well, today I did break away on the hills, and then I looked around and I saw you just catching. And I just thought, nah, I'm saving myself because I was thinking I might ride away, and yeah. uh, and I turned around and I, maybe if I worked hard, I might be able to break guys up. But I just thought, no, I just sit back and go back and be wise. Well, uh, yeah, I knew if you were gone, it wasn't worth trying to cover you. Yeah, and it was just you. Yeah, and then I figured, all right, well, if anybody else goes up the road, well, I could cover them. Yeah, but I'm not strong enough to cover you. So thank you. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so um, and you're looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be a little easier. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, hopefully, maybe we'll have two groups. I'd like to do the uh, like like to maybe ride with the second group. You know. Yeah. I don't want to ride that hard tomorrow. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then, and then the day after, just a, uh, just a. Are you doing? Are you doing anything in the race, the Wanaka race? Yeah, I'm gonna do the swim, maybe half the bike. Yeah, depends on how I'm feeling. So it should cool. be fun. Okay. The the yellow jersey competition is quite entertaining. Yeah. So what do you think about that? I think it's good. I, th- I think it's. Uh, I think the guys. It, it's a very interesting dynamic that yeah. sort of happens, you yeah. know, because you you're in a group environment and you commit. You, you sort of everybody knows you're going for the jersey, yeah. And then it's really tough to all of a sudden say, "Well, I think I'm getting pretty tired here, and I yeah. don't want to go for the jersey." Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I know I've gotten myself very, very tired before. But fortunately, the you know Brandon and Mike are pretty tough, so that yeah. they'll, they'll even if they dig the hole pretty deep, they they should bounce back. Yeah, they're, they're young. It's gonna be pretty interesting. It's very fascinating. It's all the talk of the camp. I tell you, yeah, it's right. what's gonna happen when they get home at the end of the day. It's like, oh, how much did you do? So, Mike rode two ten. I know, crazy. Yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah, and, he, and, and Brandon was trying to swim nine k today, but they shut the pool on him. Yeah. And Mike rode two ten, and when he rode with us, he wasn't holding back. He was no, one of the most aggressive the riders. Yeah, 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 totally the most aggressive. But he's always like that. Yeah, you know, Scott describes him as fearless, and he, yeah. and he really is. You know, he, yeah. that's the way he just that's the way he trains. Mm-hmm. We were chatting a bit about sort of you know the difference between training and racing. Yeah, which is an interesting thing. I mean, Molina's actually Johnny Newsom has some has some ideas um, about that because he's a guy that's always been able to race above. His training performance. Oh, wow. So one time, maybe you know, you should give him a bit of warning, mm. and it would make an interesting little segment for your listeners mm. about you know the characteristics and the approach of guys that are able to perform better on race day than yeah. they do in training. Yeah. I think a lot of people can get caught up in training and want to win all their training sessions, and the guys that ultimately get that performance through to race day are a little more humble in training, so they're willing to get maybe. You know, lose. You know, yeah, kind of in yeah, quotes, yeah. lose lose some training things. Whereas the guys that are willing to just kill themselves on that group ride and smash themselves in training, by the time the race comes around, they've probably put their best efforts in like weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but Johnny, Johnny knows a bit about that. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's good, very experienced. He's a wise man. Okay, mate. Well, thanks for that. We'll catch up with you probably again in a couple of days. And, okay, sounds good. Yeah, and the listeners are loving it. Well, sweet. Okay. Right. So next to me right now, I have Albert Boyst from Stock. Stockton, California. Stockton, California. Now, it's a bit of a legend when it comes to Ironman because you've done a... What's your time you've done? Really? Oh, well, in my eyes you are. <laughs> what, what, what have you done? Uh, I've done six Ironmans in the last three years. So wow. I had a good race in Hawaii the year before last. Did you place? 
I got fourth in wow. my age group, so... So it's pretty special. If you can get a podium in Hawaii in your age group, it's a pretty special thing to have done. So um, the really special thing for us as Ironman Talk listeners and kind of people we bring the show to you is that Albert is the owner. You're the owner? I'm one of the owners, One of yes. the owners of Coffees of Hawaii. So uh, can you tell us a little bit how that all started up? Yeah, it's a pretty long story. Um, I build homes in Manteca, California, in the Central Valley, and so my partners uh, was a, had a coffee plantation in Nicaragua, and he had had before the Samosa regime and then after, and the stability down there is always a little tricky, so once, uh, I think one uh, Hawaiian vacation he was putzing around over in Molokai, and and uh, the plantation was in bankruptcy, so we've brought it up out of bankruptcy, and um, we're looking to do good things with it. It's right. a good pairing with uh, we think it's a good pairing with uh, Iron Man and other endurance sports and outdoor activities. That's sort of our philosophy, and it's a product that goes well with uh, those types of things. So it's quite new. Yeah, we've got we've um, we've started our blends with our Nicaragu- Nicaraguan production the last year, and we actually started harvesting this last uh, fall, September October. So we'll have our 100% product available, I think, in February or March. We're printing the bags right now. Bring it on, eh? Bring it on. Okay, so you've been in Epic Camp before. This is your second time doing Epic? This is my second time. And you did New Zealand 06? I did, yeah, Epic New Zealand last year. Yep. Okay. So uh, differences you've noticed, it's now day five, differences you've noticed between 06 and 07? Uh, the weather's been a little better. I mean, it seemed like last year it rained almost every day, although we've had our share of rain this year. Um, but I think the main dynamic, is, the main difference is that last year there was a fair amount of pros, and given that a lot, there's a lot of predominance on the bike, um, the pros would basically go would go off the front, you know, pretty early on every year. And there's some very strong cyclists here too. But at least uh, I think that dynamics changed a little bit, so it makes at least in my eyes for fun of riding because I can actually. Uh, Stay with be it. somewhat nearer the action. Well, you've been quite aggressive today, mate. And um, so you've did it last year. What what was it about it that made you come back this year? Just um, you know, I've met some really good guys. It's um, you know, I think all of us that do this quirky sport. Someone like me. I mean, I, I live in a relatively small town where there are very few other triathletes around. So this is a good opportunity to spend some time with guys who have similar interests because it, it's uh, it is a distinct interest and. Um, it's a great way to do training. There's no way I can do this by myself um, at home. You know, even if I just set my job aside for a week or something, there's no way I'd be able to support myself. Yeah. As far as nutrition and recovering things like that, it just it just it wouldn't have or motivation. It wouldn't happen. Do you find how do you find the motivation on it? Motivation is pretty easy here. I mean, just just you know, every day there's a you know there's people just start cranking it up and your body can respond and it's a lot easier than if you're by yourself where you, you may just hit the alarm clock and go back to sleep yeah. because you are you're definitely shelled I mean I find it's easier you know when when John had an optional day yesterday it was very difficult for me to get out and actually do my ride whereas if it's mandatory you got to be up at 6:30 out yep. it's it's mentally it's a lot easier to get stuff done that way hey, so after last year you did, you did it and uh what were the benefits after the camp, you know, because I haven't really talked to other people about this, you know, leading maybe the next month or so afterwards, what were the kind of benefits physically and mentally you kind of gained? Well, I came out of it just, re- you know, recognizing that I could do a lot more than I thought I could. I mean, my, you know, volume numbers were off the charts for the two weeks that I did it. I mean, I just, I don't do this much volume, period. And so if you look at a weekly graph, I mean, they're just com- complete spikes in the air, but the fitness gain was, was definite. I mean, it helped me have a really... 
you know, good year last year, um, you know, started racing in April, so three months after, and I was, I was, you know, pretty much very fit the whole year, so. And you, and you believe that came from just that really good base start? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, and that, and just other breakthrough, just sort of mental things as far as, you know, recognizing that if I did certain threshold, you know, basically if I swam 20,000 yards a week, I, I could see my swim improve, and so I sort of kept up that trend throughout the year, and, you know, my swim improved some, and. And you know, same pretty stable cycling, maybe a little bit more running. So yeah, definitely, I was able to see things that I wouldn't have seen if I was just training on my own. So, what's the hardest part you've found in the camp to date, and uh, this one we're doing now? Oh, well, I rolled in a day late, so the first day, yeah. you know, he rolled in. Was, basically, you got off the plane and came and started the first day, really, didn't you? Yeah, I think two hours or so after I got off the plane, and um, it was a hot day, and I hadn't. I hadn't. I'd been skiing for a week, and so I hadn't ridden, and I had my heart rate was through the roof. So, <laughs> but you know, given three, four days of fatigue, now it's it's comfortably very low once again. Are you? Are you able, I'm, finding, I'm finding it hard to get my heart rate up. Because oh yeah, fatigue, no, you're no. That too? Oh, absolutely. That's very normal to me as I fight fatigue all year, and so in this, I mean, I have one day a high heart rate, and then it just starts going down, down, down. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what are you thinking about the whole uh, yellow jersey scenario that's happening? I'm staying away from that. I just try to do my stuff every day, and that's 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 all I ask. I think last year I bailed. I I think one of the goals we, we, we you only get a big bonus if you can do swim bike. Yeah, if you day. do, you get team and points. I, last, yeah, last year I I failed on one day. I, I can't remember why, but I was totally shelled. So I'm just trying to sure swim bike run every day. If I can do that, that's that's a goal well attained. How are you finding the running? Uh, and we did aquathon today. I felt pretty good. Oh, I yeah. mean, I, I, you know, basically these runs, those these mandatory runs. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just, just slogging them. through them. Yeah. But you know, if there's motivation, it's it's it is amazing. I mean, last year was very interesting. Sort of like today. Last year we had a half iron, a half marathon race, like a week into the camp totally shelled total you know huge layer of fatigue and then but we were still able to just totally crank up and do quality for you know an hour and a half and that yeah. was like sort of today in the aquathon same thing so that's so those, I, I don't even mention this morning the aquathon um so we swam 3k and ran around 11 or 12 quarter i mentioned it earlier okay. and you were just gunning it in the run you were focused. It was really nice to watch you. You just got home for it. What, what just you no, wanted to have a go no it's a pretty trail i mean it's no i i, I like to run i mean so this was really the first opportunity to open it up running wise because again in the, the drudgery at the end of the day is it's yeah it's tough to get the motivation and to just for the record up. he won it John was here but he had nothing to do with it you won it so it's nice to have that over the boys isn't it um okay so were you looking forward for what's going to come forward over the next few days yeah I mean this, the weather was outstanding today was the yeah. weather was just absolutely beautiful sunny and just nice and cool and beautiful scenery so if we can have some more of that uh, that would be great yep. here on the coast it's very pretty scenery righty mate well I uh, just want to say a big thanks from Ironman Talk for sponsoring the show really appreciate your support yeah. and uh, we'll catch up for you again maybe before the end of the camp alright thank bring you bring on Kevin. thanks mate bye bye sweet righto next to me I've got Lou now this is a tough one and you guys know how great I am with names D Giuseppe D Giuseppe D. Giuseppe, nice. And he's from St. Louis? St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. So uh, this is your first time at Epic Camp? Yes, sir. And uh, how you feeling? Um, I'm feeling surprisingly well. I thought I'd, I'd feel a lot worse at this point, but um, I'm hanging in there, and my goal is just to finish. So, 
And, and you're able to get, you've done everything so far? Everything. Wow. And I've done, I guess, a couple bonus points here and there. Now, this morning, before we took off, on a, we did the Equathon, and uh, Lou and I were sitting next to each other on the bench. Everyone else is ready to go, and we're a bit tired, aren't we? And, and Lou commented to me saying uh, if he was feeling this way back home, he'd take a couple of days off. So, you, but you obviously keep going. So what right. is it about this camp that's making you do this? Everyone else is, is keeps going, so that motivates me to keep going. Yeah. Um, it's, the, it's the group effort. Everyone is struggling through... Their days, um, this, just like I am, so it kind of inspires me. I mean, you guys are elites. You guys, a lot of the guys here are professionals. A lot of guys are top age groupers, and um, I'm just the middle of the packer, and I'm hanging on. So uh, it's it's quite inspirational for me. So that that kind of drives me every day. Yep, yep, nice. Um, what what are you learning about yourself as an athlete, and uh, maybe physically and mentally through doing this? I've never thought I could do this kind of volume. Um, you know, with a, a family and a full time job at home. Yep. Um, you know, I'm ha- I'm happy to get in eighteen to twenty hours of a you know for a week of training for an Ironman, and uh, you know I surpassed that a long time ago this past week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've never you know done this kind of volume, and I just hope it reaps benefits down the road. Oh, down to it. What about mentally? Uh, mentally, same same thing. Uh, I'm I'm digging deeper, um, and I'm finding that uh, I can really. You know, I'm, I'm using a lot of positive self-talk and just um, working through issues, uh, nutritional issues on the bike and everything, and I'm just keep keeping a real positive mental out- outlook and attitude and, and just have, trying to have a good time at the same time. So Nice. Lou was one of the guys who actually rode up Arthur's Pass yesterday. Uh, was it yesterday or a couple of days ago? Um, and I uh, had to find that. Probably the hardest climb I've ever done in my life. Um, I've done a few passes in Colorado, but I don't think they've compared to to what I did yesterday. Uh, that was definitely a confidence booster. Um, it was tough. Eh? It was very tough, and uh, I was able to stay on the bike, and uh, I I felt really accomplished once I got to the top. It was funny because poor old poor old Lou. So John was organizing this, and John. Something happened. He had to help someone out or something. Right. And poor, poor didn't at the top. John was meant to be at the top of telling us I where to stop. I didn't know that was. The top, so I <laughs> so, kept going. So he down went the other down side. the other side. Had to ride. How far did you have to ride? I, it was probably well. We you know after the after the ride was over, we we had to go down to uh, to Arthur's Pass, the town of Arthur's Pass, to get some gas. And I realized that I, I rode pretty much halfway down the hill, oh, wow. and I had to turn around and come back right back up. So <laughs> I realized, yeah, crazy. That was but, a good experience. Yeah. Hey, so are you are you leading into any events based on this? Yes, I'm using this uh, for Ironman Arizona in April. Oh, so it's a really nice cap to. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope. Hey, so are you looking forward to what's coming up in the next few days? Yeah, I am. Um, I I am. I'm a little. Anxious. I have a little anxiety about these these next three big bike days. Yeah. Um. You guys are so strong, and I'm always off the back. But that's good. It's just it's it's making me stronger. So. so okay. So you know, like for me, uh, I'm one of the stronger riders here. So I tend to be at the front of the pack. Right. And most days you have kind of kind of gone yes, off the I back. Do. And and you like to stay at the back as well, don't you? I do. I'm not real confident in group situations. Okay, so I've you... always trained by myself back at home. Okay. I don't ride in a group. I don't ride in any club so rides. We don't bit... have that kind of stuff in St. Yeah. Louis. So um, I'm just I'm more concerned with the other riders. I'm concerned I might take someone out. I might not, you know. Yep. So I'm doing it for the sake of everybody else. <laughs> but so how are you finding? Is it 
is it hard when you fall off? The, you know, are you finding that's or are you kind of just accepting that's cool? And I'm accepting it, and I'm cool with it. Cool, I'm that's totally, really I'm, and it's making me it's making me tougher. You know, I'm working by myself. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, it just makes me tougher. I get concerned, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm pulling the you know, I'm the slow end, slow slow guy of the group, and and the uh, the van's always behind me, but. Uh, it's just, it's making me tougher, you know. Yeah, and I'm finishing it, and that's my goal is to finish. So, what drew what drew you to becoming to Ipecac? Uh, I just uh, I was just inspired by like I read the reports last couple years, and and it seemed like something so out of the box, so so um, out of my realm. Mm. Uh, it kind of just it struck a chord with me so to speak and then just reading you know Gordo's website and he, his philosophy on training yep. and everything like that and actually that was one thing but it seems like the camaraderie of everyone and, the, and the, how everyone helps each other get through I kind of I really like that uh, I don't have that ex- I don't have those those kind of opportunities back home so it, this is just a wonderful experience yeah definitely hey well thanks for coming on the show and uh, okay. we'll uh Hopefully, if we get a chance to catch up again sometime by the end of the camp. Okay, great. Good luck tomorrow, mate. Thanks. Thanks. Right, guys, so it's the end of day six here at Epic Camp New Zealand 2007, and uh, it's been a pretty big day today. It's kind of, there are a few options to do different things throughout the day. Uh, most of us headed down to the port around 6.30. We were off a little bit earlier, so that if you wanted to do the 6K set, you could. They also had a bit of a challenge within that where you could aim to do 2K in 100s but based on time so you could do um, 20 100s on the 130, 125 or 120. Now each of the different times had different bonus points. I think most of the guys ended up doing the 130. Uh, I don't really know what happened there. I didn't. Even, I stayed away from that at this stage. Um, I wanted to get a 6k swimming so I swam with Toby and uh, he pretty much dragged my, my butt for about or about 70% of it, and then I probably pulled for about 30% of it. Felt really good in the water this morning. It was just a really nice swim and uh, I don't know, I think for me this camp's been really good for my swimming, just swimming daily and uh, having guys who are of similar ability around me to really work with and motivate me to pull through. Like today, 6Ks is, you know, a big swim for me, but I didn't find it mentally that challenging and well, it was challenging, but it was definitely not without my, with, you know, with, it was definitely within my reach. So um, that was really exciting. Then we jumped on the bike and the weather was absolutely terrible. So we got poured on and I'm not talking just a little sprinkling of rain. We got big, thick drops of rain pretty much on us for the whole time on the bike. The whole ride was around about 137 k's. Most of the boys tagged on an extra 13 k's to get the 150. Uh, Mike and I jumped on and did 180, and uh, that was pretty tough towards the end. I didn't. I have over the last couple of days. I haven't been eating my nutrition as well. So. Um, in the first couple of days I was eating every half an hour and last couple of days I've been pulling away from that and I really noticed that especially in the last 10Ks starting to feel like I was going to hit the wall and uh, it's a really good lesson for me to learn over the next few days and it's got to keep that nutrition coming in and also a good race lesson for me there um, but feeling pretty good on the bike definitely having a lighter day yesterday was really good for me plus I got a good night's sleep in and also the, the bit between the legs it's starting to feel good so I was happy about that um, and then the, the really good thing for me today is that I managed to get a 50 minute run in so I actually got a run point which is my first of the camp I uh, don't really care so much about the point more the fact that I was able to run pain free again so uh, that was really exciting and I uh, hope I can build on that over the next few days uh, yeah, so it was one interesting thing today. I was talking to Mike Montgomery when we were uh, on the bike, and he was saying he's averaged nine hours a day. So he's, I think he's already done 55 hours in six days, or 54 hours in six days. 
of the camp. So he's going to be, if he doesn't have a nine-hour day tomorrow, it's going to be 63 hours in one week. I'm aiming to get to about 55 myself tomorrow. Um, oh, it's a lot of exercise. The thing about Mike is as well is he doesn't hold back on intensity every day. He just goes out there and smacks himself. So I'm really interested to see how his body handles in the second week. Hopefully he can maintain it because he's definitely putting in a good effort. Anyway, we've got a couple of interviews coming up, so let's get into it. Oh. So next to me right now, I have Kyle Clive Asplin from Yorkshire in the UK. That's right? Yeah, that's yep. right, Ben. Doing good so far. So it's really interesting with Clive being on the camp. Clive is an ex-pro cyclist, raced five years as a pro. Um, so he's obviously done some big week training before. Well, maybe tell us a little bit before we get into it, what kind of training you would do when you're kind of a pro cyclist. Uh, we didn't do anything like this. Uh, this is kind of completely two different level, really. Really? Um when you're cycling, you do sort of big miles, but you do a lot more intensity because um, it's a lot more intensity-driven event. Yeah. Um, cycling is all about acceleration and recovery, where Ironman's more about constant speed and maintaining a constant effort throughout throughout the whole race and the whole day, particularly Ironman distance. Yeah. ITU, kind of a bit different because it's responding to uh, accelerations both in the swim and the bike. Um, but Ironman, it's... It's, it's a pace. It's, Holding an even pace as long as you can. So when did you finish cycling? Uh, 2001. Yep. And then was it straight into triathlon or did you have some time off? And um, I spent a, a couple of months racing in the UK. Um, before I moved over to New Zealand, I did Ironman New Zealand in 2002 and Ironman Canada in 2002 as well. Yep. So you've um, been doing this ever since? I've been doing it ever since. Nice. Um, and this is your first Epic Camp? It's my second. Oh, did you do the same one last year? No, I did I'm a, uh, sorry, Epic Australia in 05. Oh, that's a real hard one, wasn't it? Uh, it was very different to this one. It was really, really hot. And, uh, so, yeah, so, so, okay, so what were the differences between the two camps? Um, you found so far, at least? The weather? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Australia was sillyly hot in times. At times it sort of got to about 48 degrees. And, uh, wow. Um, it was pretty much in the 30s all the day, and most days we only saw rain on one day um, Gordo was a lot more attentive to uh, the yellow jo- yellow jersey points yeah um, but a lot of things are the same I think the standard average standard of campus here is probably higher okay although probably the elite standard isn't yep because yep. there's no Klaus and yeah. there's no um, mm-hmm. Bjorn um, but I think it's a good group mm. and everyone's at a similar level although there's no one really really slow and yeah. no one this is ahead of people. Yeah, yeah. So how are you finding it physically? We're into day six today, wasn't it? So day six, you, uh, how are you finding physically uh, on your body? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, the thing I'm noticing is my heart rate doesn't respond mm. at all. <laughs> I think my heart rate average, maximum heart rate today was 135. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And and that wasn't matching the effort you were putting out? I wasn't matching the effort I was putting out. My SRMs were showing good figures, so it's... It's just my heart rate well, doesn't respond anymore. So what are you learning about yourself maybe mentally from doing this? Um, mentally it's probably teaching me a lot of patience and um, holding back and um, probably a lot of confidence as well. Yep. This is probably Why? harder than any Ironman you're going to do and if you can complete epic camp or anything similar in pretty good shape and continue yep. to do the workouts uh, at a decent level... Um, there's certainly no reason you shouldn't be able to fight through any difficulties you're going to have in race day. Well, you're going to have difficulties in race day. You should better work your way through them and have the confidence you can work your way through them as well. So is this leading into a race for you? 
Um, not specifically. Uh, there might be a race. Um, I'm doing quite a few halves uh, over in North America, where I'm based at the moment. Yeah. Um, and the possibility of a late season Ironman. Yeah. But there's no Pacific Ironman for me at the moment. So what brought you back this time then? Um, yep. Yeah. Basically, um, I like New Zealand. It's snowy and cold in Penticton. <laughs> <laughs> in our summer. Uh, and it's wet and cold here. <laughs> uh, yeah. And my fiance's here as well. Okay. Nice. Um, so you're looking forward to what's coming up in the next six days? Is there anything particular you're looking forward to? Or? Um, I haven't really looked that far ahead. I know tomorrow's ride is kind of lumpy. And yeah, it's going to be really tough. I'm pretty much taking it day to day by day. I haven't looked any further than tomorrow. So just could be coming from your pro background uh, as a cyclist, uh, is it funny training with Ironman? Um, it's different. The ride etiquette's a lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot more different. Uh, and it's kind of strange the way triathletes ride when you used to run in bunches. In what ways? Like, like define? Uh, triathletes tend to surge through on the front where cyclists try and keep it as smooth as possible and when they're rotating through. Triathletes definitely leave bigger gaps between riders, um, intentionally or not. A cyclist would happily follow a couple of centimetres behind another wheel. Even good triathletes that follow them are leaving a couple of feet behind wheels sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's definitely surges and just inexperience of riding in bunches. Yeah. But everyone's on tri bikes and tri time trial bikes, which makes things a whole different ball game anyway. Yeah. They don't respond as well. Yeah. Uh, which makes it yeah. a bit more twitchy and probably a good idea to be given that extra space as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, then, well, thanks for coming on. Um, how are you going on the points just before we move on? I have no idea. But you're pretty much doing everything every day, aren't you? You're kind of. Um, I'm doing everything every day, as I'm guessing I'm fairly up there. Yeah. And I'm typically tagging on a couple of k's to end yeah. the ride, but I haven't looked at the points seriously, and I don't really care either. What do you, you think about the competition that is happening between Brandon and Mike? It's really entertaining. It is really entertaining, isn't it? They're getting all caught up in it. I like getting caught up in it, and I can remember from Australia getting caught up in it a bit as well. Oh, did you? It kind of smoked me, though. Really? I deliberately haven't looked at the points. For that reason? For that reason, yeah. So you just felt you went too far with it? I think I probably went too far and actually went negative a couple of days I think it smoked me for my races oh really uh, yeah uh, I think I'm taking a probably similar approach to Gordo of not caring too much about the points yep um, I'm here to get as many K's under my belt as possible yep. my next race proper race is May I don't need to be in races shape in March yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely hey well cool well thanks for coming on and uh, we may catch up with you sometime in the next six days cool thanks okay. man thanks for so it's the end of day six now, and we've got our daily alliance update. <laughs> and with the daily alliance update, poor Brandon DeCampo's starting to look a little bit tired. How are you feeling, mate? I'm looking a little bit haggard. Yeah. It's okay. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel all right. I, uh, today was, I, you know, I think I figured out what's happening. It's pouring rain here, and um, yeah. I don't eat it. Pouring, pouring rain. Pouring. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to get boats tomorrow instead of bikes. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and it went the whole day. Like, yeah. there was just not a point where it was easy. But it's not too cold, which is nice. No. Uh, but I don't eat enough when I when it rains because my jackets and everything cover you know, all my that, stuff. In my report, I said that too. I said in the first couple of days, I ate really, really well. Because it was accessible. Yeah, and today, yeah. I just didn't eat that well. And I actually, when I was coming, because we did a little bit extra, yeah. I was actually starting to hit the wall. Yeah, well, when we hit that our lunch break today, uh, I ate a ton of food, and, and then I had a little bit of a second wind, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm just not eating enough, because my power feels completely tapped right yeah. now, you know, 
And I'm just, I don't know, I'm a little cranky, I guess. Yeah. It's safe to say. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I'm thinking, I mean, Montgomery is just going absolutely nuts. I mean, he did so much today. Yeah, he really did. Part of me wants to say, hey, all right, you can have the yellow jersey, <laughs> yeah. and you can thank me later when your season isn't completely shot to hell. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, because, yeah. uh, I mean, he's doing a lot. Well, he was saying, he's, he's already done 55 hours this week. Yeah. So I, tomorrow he'll get up to 64, 63. I haven't even added up mine. I haven't done anything. I'm too tired to even think about it. See, I'll, I'll get to 55, but you'll get more than me. You'll get near 60 yourself. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I hope, I'm hoping I'll bounce back a little bit here yeah. and be able to... Uh, but today you took a little bit lighter. Too. I've been taking them all. Oh, Newsom's board on the ice cream. Oh, thank you, John. Yeah. Okay, interview over because it's time to eat this uh, colossal cone. Give <laughs> <laughs> chocolate almond. No, no, no. no. I can't get to Newsom's kids, you know. Yeah. We're doing a, a camp over. Oh, John, come there. on in and tell us, tell us what you think about the alliance right here. Got my last pair of dry shoes wet. <laughs> you should have saw him. So we walked outside. John's looking into the distance like he's a focused kind of Indian character. And I go, "You going for a run?" He goes, "Yep." To the shop, which is like 20 meters away. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mental, oh, mental preparation. I don't have the mental energy to get wet right now. I'm actually thinking of sleeping in Michelle's room because it's right here. Yeah. And she's by herself and she's got a little bed. What was your room? My room is like a mile down the road. <laughs> it seems like, well, okay. in, this, in this range. Anyway, anyway, let's get back to the show. Oh, so yeah. you feeling tired? You're, you're... Yeah. Um, you know, um, I think that that's normal. Yeah. And I think that I'll bounce back if I, if I, can, if I eat properly. Yep. Um, and you had an easier today today. Well, yeah, I'm. I, I don't. I've been taking all the days now that we're just riding easy because yep. I think it's smart, you know. Yep. So, but I'm gonna start. I'm gonna look after myself, and yep. I'm not gonna fry myself. Nice. I just won't, you know. We're kind of getting consumed by these ice creams. Yeah. Really good. Good, mate. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, and you're running. So yeah, yeah, I was having a run. Yep, running. And uh, oh, and the, well, you know the aquathon we did. Mm. Uh, that was good. I had my I had some people working for me on that swim, mm-hmm. you know, grabbing some feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's you know, what's happening? It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. So anything else? Because we're a bit boring because we're worried about ice cream. We're very boring. Is there, is there anything else we want to add? Oh, I, the card trick. Oh, screw that. I've got, this, I've got this magic trick. I think he's like some kind of like hustler or something. I am, mate. I've got this trick and it's sensational. When I showed it to Brandon last night and he just can't get it. And uh, No, I got it. Remember? I'm like, oh, you mate. You pick was, a card. Pick a card. It was just winging you're breaking my heart. You're breaking, breaking my, my heart. heart. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Right. And uh, so I did the card trick. So we're playing last card, which is a Kiwi game. And if he can beat me in the overall games we play in the camp. Which will completely happen. Which is currently down 3-2. Uh, I'll show him the card trick. If not, He'll live in mystery for the I rest of his life. I won't be living in any mystery, and I'm going to post it on this podcast <laughs> so everybody can know how to do your stupid trick. <laughs> nah, you're not going to find out. Nah, nah, I, break, I reckon I nah. won't. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's the uh, alliance. Not much to really say today. No. Big day tomorrow. No. All right. You're going to be training all day. No. Okay, bye. You're think, wait, let's, John, John's well, exercise. John's the host of the show, so what do you think about the what's happening in the points race, mate? Uh... My Montgomery's pretty committed to it. He's very committed, isn't he? You know what's funny? I look better in yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's seen you in yellow. No, I got it. No, every right? time there's a photo on the website. Yeah, of me putting a jacket over it. No, no. John did a good job. That's oh, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, I'm glad Montgomery's in yellow because when he's in yellow, it doesn't rain. When I'm in yellow, it pours down, and I never wear it. So, so anyway, and so what do you reckon? Well, I think what's going to be quite interesting. I think um, you know, Brandon can. Certainly give Mike a good hurry up if he wants to. Mm. Um, but I think what's going to be quite interesting also is the green jersey. Mm. It's sort of coming around quite yeah, nicely with uh, Scott Molina in there. And well, the, the Albinator is going to come on the, the second week. It's coffees of Hawaii, Albinator. Mm. 
and um, and also one that's sort of starting to sneak up into third place is Toby Radcliffe. Oh, really? He's uh, he's getting. But right is up he in there. touch or? You guys he's, no, he's not in touch with first and second, but he's uh, he's looking good for a podium. No, you got to watch out for him. He's sneaky. He, he kind of walks around all happy all the time. <laughs> You're wondering, what did you do today? He's like, oh, I really <coughs> I noticed the boys are definitely getting tired today because on the bike, the conversation just went way below bound. <laughs> but it's it was really bad. Mike, Mike admitted to me, though, when he went out and did that extra with you, he said he had to stop to go to the bathroom, but then he told me tonight, he's like, oh, no, I just... I just Needed to stop, <laughs> and they had literally about two miles. Yeah, to we're go. okay. Okay, so he's getting tired. <laughs> so anyway, green jersey. Who's gonna take green jersey, Jumbo? Well, Scott's still looking good, yeah. but um, you got to make don't, don't, don't count. Don't count the Albinator out. Where's Mark in the points? Is Mark? Mark's not over. Mark's like no, thirty-four. He's, isn't he's, he? he's he's pulled out on a couple of things. Oh, okay. But that's a sensational Albinator versus the Terminator. There's yeah, a movie in there. There is. That, that's bloody beautiful. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna market it. Anyway, that's us for today. <laughs> right, so that's our third camp report from Epic Camp 2007, New Zealand. Yeah, you're doing very well. Oh. Good, I see your challenge. You're trying to do a report oh. every day. Once the challenge is down, mate, I'm going to face it. Exactly. I so. think I'm going to take on. I think I'm going to be conquer this challenge, I must say. So halfway halfway there. Yep, yep. Um, so thanks to everyone on the show today for actually giving some feedback. It's interesting hearing some different perspective from different athletes. And uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens over the next six days. What do you think is going to happen? People are going to start slowing down and start, you know, getting a bit, bit more tired, a little bit more grumpy. Um, because you can see it in your eyes now, can't you? Yeah, people are just getting tired, and uh, and the weather doesn't doesn't help when it's like this. But uh, it has been, you know, there's been some pretty high pace work early in the camp, mm. and um, we have had a, have some epic camps have tended to be sort of ultra kill yourself a thons in terms of the duration of the training where this yep. one does have, have had a bit more intensity and we've had a time trial to start the whole thing off with the swimming and the cycling we've also had an aquathon we've had a swim race um, and there's been some good pace line riding so uh, yeah it's been up there so I think what we'll see over the next few days is um, the groups will start to splinter a bit more there'll still be that battle between the top guys um, who want the yellow jersey but um, I think it'll just start to settle down a bit more and, uh, and, and the tack-ons might start to get a little bit less yeah, the attack ons, eh? Um, it's interesting. One thing I'm noticing just um, with the mood of the camp is, like today on the ride, we just were talking some just absolute crap. And you know what it's like when you go on, the, you have a big night out in the town with the boys or something, and all you know, you get a bit drunk. And the next day you wake up and you're just in a silly mood because you're kind of tired and you know over being drunk. And people wonder why we don't get too many females on Epic Camp. <laughs> and uh, and today it was it, you know, it was yeah, it was just that was the kind of the mood. And I think we're all just so tired and so kind of physically exhausted that it just went into this really funny mood. It was actually quite fun and uh, laughing away while we were riding. But it's just really interesting to see where the camp seems to be going. Still seems to be good spirits on the camp. Yeah, yeah. No, which is, is, everybody's uh, egging each other on, and uh, and that's what it's all about, you know. I think uh, a couple of guys saw some posts on Slow Twitch and people said they're going to go off and do their own epic camps and blah, blah. Oh, really? And it's, and it's, it's just uh, it's, it's very, very difficult to recreate what we have here. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you just have the guys just focus on the training, don't have to worry about anything else, and they're all in a really good frame of mind. And, uh, and I think it's really hard to create that. You know, by yourselves with just your mates, it's just so much easier, sort of. Give well, you know what? I think it's really, really hard because it's that. What I'm finding is the key is there's not really. Well, it's a few things. A, having the athletes around you, but also just 
the the support you know like you guys have pretty much got a support person for every two or three people haven't you mm. you know and like and they are there for you you know and like to do that with your mates and you know maybe you can do that but you pretty much have to get every mate's girlfriend to be there to yeah. do. I don't know if it's going to go down too well but exactly. you know definitely try it if you can but it's uh, or if it was a group of girls training for Iron Man they could get yeah. their boyfriends to be the support crew that's true John you're trying to make me look bad there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah well I would help my girlfriend exactly would you help Linda of course I would of course you would <laughs> what did you get for Christmas, John? I got her lots of things for Christmas. Lots. <laughs> did you? Did you? What did you get? Did you get anything? You got a stereo. And uh, all this did you do the stuff. family gift present? Did you? We had a, we had a secret Santa. Oh, we did. Nice. A secret Santa. Oh, you're very mm. romantic. You are. I am. Very good. Anyway, uh, we want to thank our sponsors for today's show. Uh, first of all, our main sponsor, Coffees of Hawaii. And then the uh, wait a second, dub 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 Coffees of Hawaii. They ship worldwide. Sensation. Honestly, the coffee is just going down like a treat on Epic Camp. Has. We get through about a good. Are you drinking lots of it? We are drinking a lot of it. The boys come in, they go, where's the coffee? Because usually about six, no, probably about four of those 12 cup plunges going every morning, yeah. just just before swimming. So, and also the Epic Camp sponsors, we want to thank them. Uh, Oomph, Pro 4, Head, Coffees of Hawaii, and Blue 70. Nice. Beautiful. Mm. Even Prince in heaven, yeah. Also, if you guys can go on the website and uh, go dub 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 Iron Man Talk, click on an ad. Now, the website's pretty basic at the moment, but what I'm going to do when I get back is... Um, because I'm not doing this myself, John's uploading it on his own computer, I'm unable to put the Listen Now option on our website. So when I get back from Epic Camp, I'm going to put all the shows from Epic Camp on our website to listen to now. So, um, yeah, hopefully it can help a few people out there. Um, also, the Amazon stuff's really cool. Keep that up. If you're going to buy anything through Amazon, just go through our store on Man Talk, and that just gives us a little bit of income. It's really cool. And other than that, uh, email questions... I am in talk at gmail.com. Yep. John's coaching website. Triathloncoach.net. For your coaching needs. And other than that, anything else there, mate? No, just looking forward to the next few days. You're going to ride tomorrow? If yeah. it rains, will you ride? I'm a fair weather trainer, Bevan, especially when it comes to a week out from the race. I don't want to get sick. <laughs> you don't want to get sick. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm going I'm to egg you on. <laughs> um, okay, then, so anyway, that's uh, Iron Russ. Iron Men Don't. Train Hard. Train smart. Train wow. Train Damn, let's start again. Uh, okay. Well. Iron Russ. Iron Men don't. Train hard. Train well. Kick Beautiful.